This episode of the podcast features a discussion with Alex Killebuck from Pangertung Nunavut. I speak with Alex about his experiences and stories hunting, fishing, camping, and snowmobiling, as well as a trip that we took to go seal hunting and duck hunting. I'd like to thank Alex for his boating skills and navigating us through some pretty rough seas at the end of the first day of the trip. Thank you for listening, and please enjoy the episode. your snowmobile that doesn't work well in the water <laughs> i guess it has a lot of holes in it and then when you put water in inside a snowmobile the sled just will stop oh okay like, like uh skidoos are belt driven so whenever the belt gets wet there's no more friction so it just spins the engine's still spinning right. but uh the belt gets wet and then it doesn't turn the tracks anymore oh okay so yeah, you'll hear a lo- very, very loud rev once the belt gets w- wet. The engine's trying to go fast, but it won't spin the track. <laughs> so you have an, an immobile snowmobile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I should have prepared more before I tried going on the water. But I was kind of in a rush. The ice was breaking up, and I wanted to get my sled on dry land because it was on the ice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I could have I could have got a boat and took it back, but just thinking like the experience I could get trying to skip across the water. I think it was like a 500, 500 meter <laughs> open water, and then I went for it. I went more than halfway. I'll tell you that much, but <laughs> not quite there. <laughs> Where was it? Uh, just just right in front of Pang, right where the docks are. Oh, yeah? Yeah. There was a lot of people watching, too. <laughs> like, it did, it sunk? Yeah, it sunk. Oh! Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can see the... Sorry. <laughs> you can see the sled anymore. I mean, you could see the handlebars. Yeah. Well, that was it. Yeah. The whole thing was underwater. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Luckily, I only had to swim about 10 feet. Okay. And then, and then I learned it's so hard to swim when you have rub, uh, winter boots on they'll fill up with water and then you're gonna sink <laughs> <laughs> what time of year was this i think it was around june june yeah beginning of june mid-june <laughs> yeah i really want to try again but i just <laughs> never got i have to try again to make it right <laughs> but i just never had the chance to <laughs> Just so you know, I'll do it again. I'll try it again yeah. whenever I get a chance. Even that unexpected dip, it didn't deter you? Oh, no. It just wants me to try it again. A, a and challenge? Succeed. Yeah. <laughs> and then my grandpa was there. He was watching the whole thing. When he was coming up to me, I, I was thinking like, oh, he's going to give me crap. Like, you should never do this. You should mm-hmm. never do that. And then he just went up to me and said, oh, if you had an Arctic cat, then you would have made it across. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What type of snowmobile do you have then? Uh, I have a ski do uh, MX800. It's considered like a racing sled. Hmm. It's a it's a fast sled, but it can't be it can't go fast when it's wet. Yeah, that's what I learned. <laughs> <laughs> the hard way. Yeah, I learned the hard way. <laughs> or the cold way, at least. Yeah, <laughs> both. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of cold like i just left the skidoo on the sea ice because uh 
we were still hunting seals then. Oh yeah. Like we would skip across. I mean, like just run across like loose ice, and and then, uh, we would ice hop and get on the skidoo because the sea ice was still pretty solid. Mm. But uh, so we just left it down there so I could go down, go look for seals. But it was getting too late in the season where I had to get it on dry land. I tried to take the shortcut, ended up being the long cut. Because <laughs> uh, salt water and like electronics and anything else is not good. Not good. Not so good. I went home, showered, changed, and then went to go rinse my skidoo with hot, warm water right away. <laughs> <laughs> how far do you have to go usually on a skidoo to find seals? Like, how far is the flow edge? Uh, it depends on uh, the time of season because uh earlier i mean uh midwinter you have to go further down because everything's kind of frozen up then so and uh, there uh, i might be wrong but i don't think there's that many people that go to the uh the flow edge in min midwinter around here hmm. uh they mostly hunt seals on uh breathing holes oh, okay yeah so it's less Less flow edge. More breathing holes. Yeah. But then uh, later in the year, we start getting uh, better flow edge. Okay. And then usually you have to travel about, I would say, 50 kilometers. Oh, wow. Yeah, 50 kilometers. And then, yeah, you go down there, wait for seals to pop up. And then if you're lucky, you... G yeah. <laughs> lucky meaning, like, you find seals or you're lucky you hit the seals with your <laughs> seals. <laughs> I would say I'm never the I'm never usually the luckiest at getting seals, but I do get my I do harvest seals here and yeah. there. Yeah, because um, I want to say I'm I don't want to admit that I'm the best hunter or <laughs> the greatest hunter, but I do try to go out hunting whenever I could. Like I try to like like practice what I learned from my grandpa, and from my wife's grandpa, and my dad. I try to do it myself so I can learn a bit or try to get independent out there. But yeah. But I just wish I could do more hunting because yeah. I'm working and like only free on the weekends and I try to go then. But yeah. I'd say more than half the time the weekend um, is windy. So <laughs> I can't even go. <laughs> It's nice during the week. Yeah, and it's then usually <laughs> nice during the week. Yeah, and only the Saturdays we go out are usually windy, but we do get we do get calm Saturdays every mm. now and then. It's like th uh, this weekend we were out. It was kind of windy. <laughs> chances. Some some people would have different opinions on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. On how how to describe the the trip back. <laughs> oh yeah, the trip back was. <laughs> kind of rough I'll tell you I'll give you that because uh, the area we were in was really calm so I I wasn't expecting yeah. any like high uh, big waves or high winds so we were just trying to stay there and <laughs> look for seals as much as we could before going back but little did we know it was getting quite <laughs> rough out there <laughs> got a I got a roller coaster ride Oh yeah, you know, yeah, it was quite a seal hunting, duck hunting, roller coaster. Yeah. 
I'll tell you, it's a free roller coaster ride because if you go to Canada's Wonderland, it's expensive. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although that one you're doing it willingly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I guess it's safer when you're going on a real roller coaster and not floating in a boat, <laughs> going like ten feet high and then ten feet down, yeah. catching waves and white caps and everything in between. <laughs> Although, I don't know, I don't like roller coasters that much. And I didn't feel too unsafe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I although, love, although I, I was calling out the big ones. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you were doing pretty good. I, I didn't see any f fear in your eyes when we were going through <laughs> those big waves. Because I guess I was only focusing on Margaret there. I was really scared. <laughs> I feel sorry for her. <laughs> it was a rough ride. But, uh, we didn't, if we would have caught seals or more ducks, that ride would have been more worth, worth it. it. But <laughs> yeah, but not having caught any seals and only one, one duck, duck that you caught. Yeah. So I guess uh, with my bare hands. Yeah, with your bare hands or gloved hand. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first. Uh, I think first experience around here catching ducks with your bare hands. But I do remember the first duck i caught i might have caught it that way too oh yeah i guess i was so bad at shooting just like you were no. <laughs> <laughs> i was hitting it i mean i was missing it so much when i was trying to catch that first duck my dad didn't want to lose it so <laughs> we got online and went to go look for it oh yeah <laughs> yeah because he thought he saw it go on land and i didn't see it but he wanted to go look for it and then we actually found it and I had to grab it like that too and <laughs> like poor ducks are just like when you're trying to catch them or grab them they don't even move they're, yeah, they're, they're just, just giving themselves to you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah if I was getting caught by something I would fight for my life but mm -hmm. those poor ducks just play dead <laughs> <laughs> maybe we thought we earned it yeah well that it, was quite it, dod it dodged enough yeah <laughs> i was like okay oh well, yeah fine. We were going you guys aren't giving up <laughs> yeah we were going for it i'll, for I'll help you out <laughs> yeah i guess he was too tired to, <laughs> to even fight anymore because <laughs> were we going for for it for like an hour it seemed like that yeah, it, it might like not have been that yeah. long but crazy that we never lost it <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish that you would you would have been able to catch your first seal your first seal or experience somebody catching a seal yeah I, I wasn't the best shot that weekend oh. I'll tell you <laughs> oh it's still it's still fun being out there though yeah yeah like it's always an experience when you go out like every trip is different. Like, uh, you might experience like big wave, big waves, or big winds, high winds, or you might see a lot of animals in a day, or like, see nothing the next weekend. So it's pretty much always a gamble. And for having for having you around and having you catch your first duck was <laughs> was fun. It was a good experience to see because I could tell you were happy and. Everybody else was happy. 
so it was well fun. you said we wouldn't eat so you know <laughs> yeah 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 i told everybody that we're gonna starve i mean i saw the coolers but i still took it to heart <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah we had to eat something from from the land not store-bought food but good thing you cut your duck and we were all able to eat yeah <laughs> Would you like to, uh, now that we're over 10 minutes in, would you like to actually introduce yourself? <laughs> okay, <laughs> With Alan. Who you are? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm Alex, Alex Gelabach. I'm here from Pengertang. Um, <laughs> what, what, what do you do? I am a... <laughs> and what do you like to do? I am a, a high school shop teacher here at, here at the school. Um, what I like to do is... Uh, fix things and make things and try to hunt as much as I could cause although I'm not able to go as often as, as I would like cause I'm working but I do love my job and I have a lot of fun with my students because <laughs> I'm able to help them make things and I'm also able to make things while at work so. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> another thing I love to do is uh, riding snowmobiles, <laughs> ski-doing. Yeah, uh, I do a lot of ski-doing. That could be uh, ski-doing while going out hunting or going out fishing, because I do take my wife out fishing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, once spring comes, I'll take her out every week and pretty much. And we go out there with my dog, with my wife, we just go out and enjoy the day, Go try to go catch some fish and eat some uh, fresh char up, <laughs> up in the lakes. <laughs> Do you go to a different lake every time or is there a uh, favorite or more productive lake? Uh, the different lakes we go to all have different types. I mean, uh, different size of fish, but they are all Arctic char, but each lake has a... Uh, has fish that are different sizes or things like that and the lake i like going to the most would have to be avatatu it's like the closest lake but uh you catch uh medium-sized fish like not too big uh, that lake's uh, known to have a smaller fish than mm. the other lakes around so what's the is that the size of the lake that the size of the determines the size of the fish or i don't think so uh i think it's the area where the fish go to or what the diet is for the fish oh okay because once they're in those lakes and then uh when summer comes they go out into the ocean and feed hmm. and i think they stay uh closer to the lake they came from hmm. and then the diet around that area might be different from like the other lakes right so, so i think that's what it is i'm not 100 percent sure but i would guess i would guess uh that might be why so there's a uh that lake i was just talking about avatatu is usually an hour an hour skidoo right up if uh, conditions are good um, and then there's another lake about an hour uh, an hour further than Avatatu, it's called Ikhalujwa. Ikhalujwa means, uh, like, I would say shark, but all 
another uh, definition for khalujwa would be like huge fish or big fish. Oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, that lake is pretty much the same size as Avatatu, but it gets it gets really big char. <laughs> uh, a lot of people going like a lot of people like going to that lake more because like trying to get big fish is more exciting than <laughs> getting a smaller fish. I would say. I never really have any luck on that <laughs> lake <laughs> because uh, when you're fishing, I think it's all luck because there could be 10 people fishing within like a 10 foot radius pretty much. And one person will be catching 10, 10 20 fish and then other people will not be catching anything. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you that I never have the best luck when I'm out fishing. <laughs> <laughs> And I do tend to get more, although I tend to get more luck on in uh, Avatar too. <laughs> yeah. And then another lake we go to is uh, it's called Ikhalugadri. Ikhalugadri is about an 80 kilometer skidoo, skidoo ride. You pretty much have to just go on the sea ice the whole time. It's usually about a three, four hour drive. Oh, wow. One way. <laughs> yeah, one way. <laughs> And then you'll get, uh, you're pretty much guaranteed to get a lot of fish there. Yeah. But those fish, uh, they don't look as good or they don't appear oh, yeah? as good. But I guess they're, they taste as good. But like when you see the fish, when you see like the skin of the fish or anything like that, they just look different or they're bigger or their head are, heads are bigger. Mm -hmm. So they don't look as appetizing as <laughs> some other lakes, lakes fish, but you'll, you'll catch a lot of fish there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do, uh, we do go down there every, uh, I would say three, three times a year. Uh, and then we would go to Avatar to like five times or even more like during springtime and then We'd go a couple times to Ikhalujwa, but uh, where we are going usually depends on uh, who's going where, because uh, we try not to like travel alone when it's possible. Okay. If our friends or family are going to this lake, like, we'll try to follow them and go down there with them. So that's what we usually do or where we usually go. That's how we determine where we're going. Have you ever worked in the commercial or for the uh, commercial fishing? Uh, I wouldn't say I'm a commercial fisherman, but I've helped my uncle during the winter time hunt, uh, fishing for turbot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was helping him for, for the winter. I didn't have my own gear or I didn't cause I, everything belonged to my uncle, but, but I was just there as like an assistant or helping him fish fish for the winter just uh, turbot fishing is quite hard I'll tell you that <laughs> so you pretty much always need a helper or an assistant trying to fish for turbot and then in the summertime I was on I was on one of the boats here in town um, it was owned my by a by my uncle by a different uncle <laughs> I that boats like a 
I would say a 40 foot, 35, 40 foot uh, fishing boat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were on that boat. But uh, we only went for one trip because uh, we were just uh, checking out how the fishing is or how it's going to be so we could continue on. But uh, I think I was busy, so I didn't go again with them or something might have came up and I did something else. But <laughs> I, I did... I did or helped with uh, commercial fishing a little bit, although I'm not a commercial fisherman. No. <laughs> <laughs> or I don't think I'm planning to be a commercial no. fisherman. <laughs> it's just not my trade or not my thing to do. But because uh, I think I'll stick around with my job now. Yeah, you like I love my job. Yeah. I think I say that a couple times a day. I love my job. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll send a copy of this to your principal. Then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, he loves his job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Were you born here? Um, no, I was in born Canada? in Nechaluit. Yeah. Nechaluit is about an hour plane ride from here. Uh, uh, most people are flown to Iqaluit and uh, give birth down there. So mm. I was born down there, and but uh, I grew up here in Pang. Been here all my life except for four years. <laughs> Those two years I was going to school in Iqaluit. Uh, I was going to school to be a conservation officer. I was oh doing yeah? uh, environmental technology. I finished that. And then we moved down to Ontario because uh, my wife was going to go to school down there. She finished that. And we stayed down there for two years. And now we're back up here. And this is our first year back after being away for pretty much four years. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, every s every s almost every summer we come here, come okay. back here. Yeah, we spend when we're not in school, we, we come back for the summer and then we're back down there. We're back for school in the winter time, but I think we're gonna stick around now. <laughs> we're not going anywhere. Staying in Pang for a bit. What happened with the conservation officer? Um, my plan was to uh, finish school, and then uh, my wife was. We sort of had a plan that my wife would go to school after I'm done because mm -hmm. uh, she was uh, just working for a government of Nunavut while I was going to school. So she stuck by my side, helped me out when I was going to school, and then it was gonna be my turn to help her out mm. when she's in school. So that way we could both get our education and we both can go to school for a bit. But uh, I, I was planning on finding a job to be a conservation officer while, while we were down there. But I was not having good luck with that. No. I, I applied a couple times, just, uh, never got in, and an opportunity came up to be a shop teacher. And I, I always knew I loved like woodworking or making tools or traditional tools or even making furniture. So, <laughs> so I... Like you did tonight. Yeah, I did tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just made a shoe rack this evening. <laughs> I'm happy I get to 
make uh, make tools such as like uh, seal gaffs or we call them nisiks, seal hooks. Or we also make uh, ulus, those are women's knives, and also harpoon heads. And with the lower grades, we usually make like toy or toy wooden boats or little snowmobiles out of wood, so that so uh, they can play around with them when they're out. And other things we make are knives. We make knives too, and other things such as like ulu holders. You can see <laughs> ulu holders over there. Those we make those at the shop. Might be missing a couple more things <laughs> that, that we make. <laughs> um, what else? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be like, what else can I talk about or what else can I do? But if you ask away, I'm. You're. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll still. You'll still answer. Yeah. Did uh, Did you do a lot of hunting and fishing and camping as a kid? As a kid, um, I I didn't do a lot of camping, but I did go out with. I used to go out with my grandparents, but my dad always worked when I was younger. Well, he still does, so we usually go on the weekends with my dad. Mm. But uh, I would go camping with my grandparents during the summers when we weren't in school. They both worked at the school, so okay. they had the summers off, and they were just out camping the whole time. So I would go with them, not as often as I should have. <laughs> <laughs> but I, d I did go out camping yeah. and hunt. Like I said, hunting with my dad was usually on the weekends, and like I, how I was talking about. Uh, it's a hit and miss with the wind or the weather yeah. during the weekend. So we don't always go, but we try to go. Our plan is to just usually go out every every single weekend if we could. It's pretty much like that now, but more. Um, this spring or this summer, we've been trying to go for the weekends, be out for the whole weekend and mm. try to squeeze it squeeze a hunting day on a Saturday because mm -hmm. we usually leave uh, we usually leave um, like the evening on Fridays before it gets too dark but it doesn't get dark in the springtime so like it didn't matter if we left a little later yeah. in the springtime but we would go like after work after work Friday and then and then Saturday was a hunting day and then try to hunt seals or ducks and then we'd go back back home on Sundays cause back to work back on to work Sunday on uh, back Monday. to work on Monday yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what we'll be doing for now but when summer comes hopefully I'll, yeah well I'll ha I'll have my summers off so I should be able to do a lot more a lot more hunting or camping but I do wish I'll get my own boat soon. Yeah. <laughs> so I can go whenever I want. Because usually I'm. We're using my dad's boat or my wife's grandpa's boat. Hmm. Like what we were using this weekend was my uh, wife's grandpa's boat. Um, we're pretty lucky. Uh, 
uh, they let us board their boat, but pretty much whatever, whenever we want to use it, it's, uh, they're really nice and they do try to encourage us to go out as much as we could. But uh, we're not always able to use it, but if they're not using it, and it's always free to use uh, my dad's boat. But in uh, springtime, uh, I, I do have my own skidoo and my own kamutik, so we can right. go. You can get out. Yeah, we can get out whenever we want, pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> but uh, this... This spring, I didn't really have the best luck with my sled because it was breaking down. <laughs> it was broken for a bit. <laughs> yeah, the sled's getting getting older. <laughs> it has about, uh, I'd say, 9,000 kilometers on it now. And 9,000 kilometers is like kind of older now for a sled. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because... Uh, well, if you treat a skidoo better, it'll, of course it'll last longer, but I've done a little bit of abuse on my sled. <laughs> I don't always drive slow. Uh. I drive fast, and I I used to use that skidoo uh, to race. Because when we lived in Iqaluit, I, I was doing some races. I was uh, snowmobile racing. Uh, I... I Put in quite a few kilometers mm. going fast on that skidoo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a well-used machine. Oh yeah, yeah. I've had I've had a lot of fun with that machine. Cause, uh, we originally bought that sled because uh, I wanted to use it to race. It's more of a racing sled than a hunting sled, because there's a lot of different types of sleds or skidoos you can get. So our uh, different sleds have different purposes. And my sled is a racing sled, <laughs> <laughs> so I made sure made sure to use it to race with. Because uh, I did a long distance uh, long distance race in Nihali. That race is uh, two hundred forty kilometers long. Oh wow! And then we do that race in about three and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're going a decent speed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we do reach speeds of up to like 190 kilometers. <laughs> but we're not we're not constantly going that yeah. speed cuz there's a lot of turns or there's rocks that you have to avoid. You have to kind of slow down a bit and then speed up again and then you have to uh get gas or gas up on the way. But when they're straightaways or flat yeah. Flat areas, you go quite fast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish to do that race again someday. Because <laughs> I've done it twice now. I, I did it with a different sled back in 2013 or 2014. And then I did my second race in 2015. Am I, am I doing my math correctly? Right, <laughs> 2014 and 2015, I would say. <laughs> yeah, first race I came in sixth with a time of three hours and 26 minutes, and then the next year we brought bought a brand new sled, and then I came in third, came in third, and then. But 
I had the exact same time as I had the year before. Oh yeah. Three hours and twenty six minutes on this, <laughs> on the second race. And I wasn't happy because the sled I had the second year was supposed to be faster and supposed to be better than the sled I had the year before. But pretty much the same time. Yeah, exact <laughs> same time. <laughs> So now you want to go back and go faster. Yeah, I <laughs> want to go back, but I would have to buy a different sled or work work on my skidoo a bit more. I'm more focusing on, focusing on buying my own boat before <laughs> buying any other things. So I'll be saving up for a new boat so I won't have to borrow <laughs> borrow any more boats. <laughs> That's my that's my goal. That's my long-term or short-term goal for now. <laughs> Just get my own boat so I can be out more often or be out whenever I want to be. 